afternoon we'll be going straight to the word of God. Let us go through the word of God together this afternoon. From the book of 2 Kings chapter 13 from verse number 3. The Bible reads as follows. So the anger, the Lord's anger burned against Israel. For a long time he kept them under the power of Hazel the king of Aram. And Ben-Hadad his son. Then Jehoahaz sought the Lord's favor, and the Lord listened to him. For he saw how severely the king of Aram was um, approaching him, was, uh, was oppressing Israel. The Lord provided a deliverer for Israel, and they escaped from the power of Aram. So the Israelites lived in their own homes as they had before. But they did not turn away from the sins of the house of Jeroboam, which he had caused Israel to commit. 
they continued in them, and also the Asherah spoil remained standing in Samaria. Nothing have been left of the army of Jehoaz except fifty horsemen and ten horse, ten chariots, and ten thousand foot soldiers. For the king of Aram had destroyed the rest and made them live like a dust, dust at the threshing time. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord and did not turn away of any of the sins of Jeroboam son of Nebat, which had caused Israel to commit, he continued in them. Joash rested with his ancestors and Jeroboam succeeded him on the throne. Joash was buried in Samaria with the king of Israel. Hallelujah. Amen. Then we will start very well from the book of 2 Kings, chapter 13, verse number 13, where the Bible said that the Lord's anger burns against Israel for the long time he kept them under the power of uh, Hazel, the king of Aram, and Ben-Hadad, his son. That means the Bible, first of all, we will not really understand what was happening if we don't start at verse number 2, where verse number 2 said that he did evil in the eyes of the Lord by following the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit, and he did not turn away from them. First of all, the Bible is talking about based on the sin that Israel was committing. And if we look very well, this sin that Israel were committing, it was committing based on the leader. The leader, when Israel had a leader who was following God, the whole land could follow the, the Lord. The whole land will do what is right. Everyone will do what is right because the leader will cause the whole nation to either to worship Jehovah or to worship Baal. Then, Based on the leader which was of the time, Israel will either do what is right in according to God's word or do what is wrong. Then the leader was the one who was determining what the whole country was doing. For what we are hearing here, that um, first of all, based on the king of the time, Based on the leader of the time, Israel did what is wrong in that time. Did evil before the Lord's eyes by following the steps of Jeroboam who was causing them to worship other idols. And the Bible said that when that happened, God was not happy with it. God was angry with the whole of the land. God was angry with the whole of the land. That's what the Bible says that the Lord's anger bent against Israel as long for a long time. He kept them under the power of Hazel, the king of Aram, and Ben-Hadad, his son. That means based on the sins that they were committed and committing, they were they were now going to captivity. Hallelujah. Amen. 
based on the kind of the of the lifestyle they had. I want to just remind us that uh, what we talked about a few days ago, that some people, they find themselves in trouble based on the sins that they have committed. Like what we're reading about um, that man who was in the pool of Bethesda. The Bible said that the man in the pool of Bethesda, Jesus Christ told him, take out your mat, begin to walk. And he took out the mat and he began to walk. And the Bible said that sometimes later he met with Jesus Christ in the temple. And what did Jesus Christ say that? Jesus Christ said that, go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. And when you sin no more, if you sin again, something worse might happen to you. Meaning that the problem that he was going through, it was because of a sin. Even on this time, the reason why Israel were under, under the oppression of the king of Aram, it was because of the sin that they are committing. They were not supposed to be subjected to the king of Aram. But based on what they were doing, which... It was not right in the eyes of God. They attracted God's anger. Based on our lives, based on what we do, we can either attract what is good or attract what is bad. Hallelujah. Amen. It is very, very much important to understand it. Can we go also to the book of Deuteronomy? Chapter 28. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that in verse number one, if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his command I give you today, the Lord your God will set you above high all nations of the earth. Mm. And all these blessings will come on you if you obey the Lord. All these blessings will come on you when you obey the Lord. But that means by what you do, if you obey the Lord, if you live according to the word of God, you will be attracting God to bless you automatically. If you can practice the word of God and you do what God wants you to do automatically, you are going to be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse number 15, the Bible says that, However, if you do not obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands and decrease I'm giving you today, all these cases will come on you and will overtake you. All this. Then the Bible says that that means God was putting before Israel a blessing and a curse. A blessing, it is triggered when they obey the word of God and they practice the word of God. When they do what is right. What is right? How do you judge what is right? How do you judge whether something is right or something is wrong? You judge whether something right, whether something wrong, in accordance to God's word. 
God's word will reveal to you what is right. God's word will reveal to you what is wrong. God's word reveal to you what is right that if you carefully obey the word of God, the blessings will do it automatically. The blessings will follow you. Hallelujah. Amen. Whereas to somebody who's going to ignore the word of God, who's not going to do what God wants them to do, already that person, the Bible says that they will trigger the curses. Then based on what you do, you will trigger, you, you trigger the blessing or curses based on what you do. Then when you hear about 2 Kings chapter 13, verse number 3, the Bible, when the Bible says, The Lord's anger bent against Israel for a long time. He kept them under the power of Hazel, the king of Aram and Ben-Hadad. It was based on what they've done. Based on the, of the evil leader who was leading them. The evil leader who was causing them to do what is evil. Then now, God's anger bent against the whole of Israel. When he bent against the whole of Israel, he caused them to be under. Were they supposed to be under? Absolutely not. They were not supposed to be under. Actually, we found what I'm talking about in the same book of the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28. Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Fire, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, say, I love the word of God. I love the word of God. I enjoy the word of God. I enjoy the word of God. I am enjoying the word of God. I am enjoying the word of God. Can we go to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28? And uh, let us go to verse number 20, to verse number 7. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rises against you will be defeated before you. They will come from one direction, and but they will flee in seven. Okay, first of all, the Bible says that the Lord will cause that all the enemies who comes mm. against you, they will be defeated before you. They will be defeated. Then when the king of Aram came against Israel, they were enemy. What was supposed to happen according to this word? They were supposed to come in one, come as an enemy and they get defeated. They were not supposed to defeat Israel. They were supposed to come in one direction and they flee in seven directions. If the Lord, when the Lord was going to be where? On Israel's side. The Lord was supposed to be in Israel's side. The Lord was supposed to defend Israel. The Lord was supposed to fight for Israel. But based on what they've done, they, that did not happen. That did not happen. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Yes, that did not happen. And not that the word, the Lord cannot. The Lord can. He have done it so many times. He have done it so many times. But this time he did not do it. And you know when the Lord is against you, sometimes he goes and he helps your enemy to defeat. Instead of the Lord fighting for you, he goes even to the end and he helps the enemy. Because 
when the Lord, you are not right with the Lord, the Lord, he even begin to fight you. That's what people don't understand. When you are right with the Lord, the Lord will fight for you. When the Lord is against you, he will even fight against you. He will even cause, he will even support your enemy to oppress you if the Lord is against you. Like here what was happening. When the king of Aram came, the Lord make sure that, hey, he helped the Arameans to overpower them and they were under Ezreal, the king of Aram. And I want to just remind you about this, um, the king of Aram, Hazel. Remember Hazel, he was the one who was anointed by Elisha. Elisha was the one who anointed Hazel and, and tell him when he was still a, a servant of Ben-Hadad, he said, hey, you are going to be a king. And he saw, he prophesied about this defeat. And Elisha said that he cried. He said, I see what you're going to do to the, to the children of Israel. I see what you're going to do. It. He prophesied the defeat of Israel. He talked about it. He saw it before them. And he, Elisha was giving this kind of prophecy. So, because he saw the sins that Israel was performing. And he empowered the enemy when he was not supposed to empower the enemy, but he was forced to empower the enemy because of rebellion of Israel. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes some people, they are wondering why these witches are like they are powerful. Why this demon is like it's powerful. Why this problem is like it's powerful. Sometimes it's powerful based on their stand, where they stand with the Lord. Amen. Then when the way they are supposed to stand with the Lord is not right, they don't know that God hey, will even cause that when the, the, when the witches come, those witches, are, you think they are powerful. No, sometimes it's God now helping the witches to be powerful this time. Because he wants, let me tell you this, sometimes the problem that happens and challenges that happens, it is just a callback from God. God is saying, wake up, seek after me so that I can strengthen you, I can fight for you, I can make you powerful, I can make you victorious. But when God is trying to look for an attention, that's when you find that now, it is this time that God empower Hazel. He empower Ben-Hadad's son, and after that, um, Ben-Hadad and Hazel become so powerful for Israel, for God, not to, because they were, they were not right with the Lord. It is so, it is dangerous not to be right with God. As a child of God, you must make sure that God is by your side in any activity that you do, in anything that you do. One thing that you must be assured of, no matter who's against you, is to make sure that God is by your side. Because when God is on your side, victory, it is sure. Victory, it is yours. That's what the Bible says, that if God be for us, who can be against us? Absolutely no one. Anyone will try to come against you. If God is by your side, they're taking chances. They are wasting their time. But the problem is when they are coming against you, 
and the curse that has been invoked. Some people is like that. The curses have been invoked. The curses have been triggered. Whereas as a child of the living God, we must be living in an atmosphere where the blessing have been triggered. The blessing have been invoked. Where we are under the blessing. When God is by our side. When you do anything, God is doing it with you. And I'm telling you, when God is doing it with you, Oh, already no matter what is happening, everything will turn around at the end of the day for your good. Hallelujah. Amen. Say fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fire, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Then the Bible says that in verse number four of Second Kings. Joaz sought the Lord's favor and the Lord listens to him. For he saw how severely the king of Aram was oppressing Israel. Joaz, this man is wise. Joaz, he knew that the problem that they are going through, they are not going through. They are going through because God is against them. Then now he sought the Lord. No matter what you go through in your life, never let go of God. Amen. You must seek the Lord. Problems and challenges, they must draw you closer to the Lord. That's what you must do. They must draw you closer to the Lord. When you see those challenges, they must encourage you to seek more of God. And when you have sought the Lord, the Lord will begin to take you out of that captivity. The Lord will begin to fight for you. And that's what happened to this man who saved Israel. That the Bible says, because hey, of the severity, severely, the king of Aram was oppressing Israel. Joah sought the, the Lord's favor. He sought the Lord. He went ahead and made sure that he sought the Lord. And when he sought the Lord, the Bible said that, verse number 5 of 2 Kings chapter 13, the Lord provided a deliver for Israel and they escaped from the power of Aram for the Israel leave. And so the Israel lived in on their own home as they had before. Otherwise, they were in captivity. Things were not going well. But wow, when they sought the Lord, the Lord fight. The Bible said that seek me in the days of trouble and God said that I will deliver you. Troubles, there must never be any problem in your life as a believer. Any challenge in your life as a believer, that will make you run away from God. That will make you say that, okay, no, 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 no. This time I'm no longer seeking God. I'm seeking these other things. I'm, there must never be anything that changes your mind. You must know, no matter what happens, you go closer to the Lord by all of your heart. You seek him until he answers. You seek him until the situation changes. That must be your character, our character as the children of the living God. Amen. Anyway, because this is a midday service, can you say my day is blessed? My day is blessed. My family is blessed. My family is blessed. 
My career is blessed. My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our everything is blessed. Our everything is blessed. Say everything is turning around for my good. Everything is turning around for my good. I refuse to be broke. I refuse to be broke. I refuse to be sick. I refuse to be sick. I refuse to be poor. I refuse to be poor. Say no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. No weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say devil. Devil. Take off your hand. Take off your hand. From my life. From my life. From my family. From my family. From my career. From my career. From my everything. From my everything. I lose angels now. I lose angels now. Angels. Angels. Bring my miracles. Bring my miracles. My testimonies. My testimony. My blessings. My blessings. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Angels. Angels. Usher me. Usher me. Everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. Angels. Angels. Usher me. Usher me. In everything that I do. In everything that I do. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us share the grace. Remember tonight is that night we're going to be praying like never before. I sing that on your altar because remember your house is your altar. Your house where you are, you normally pray, is your place where we meet with God. Then tonight let us take those documents that we want God to touch, those photos that we want God to touch. And let them there as we're going to be praying intensively. Let us put them there as the glory of the Lord will be seeing them. He will be blessing them. And very soon, wow, we shall celebrate. And I want to say to you, let us say the grace. Say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Be with us all. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And have a blessed day in the name of Jesus. Amen. Bye bye, everybody. Have a blessed day, night and morning and afternoon. Amen. Bye bye. 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 bye.